Arise, keep going. You can be victorious. Life's a journey full of challenges. It can seem overwhelming at times. Evil seems to be taking over, but when we walk with Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit to the destination that God the Father is planning for us, the results are better than we could ask for or imagine. Are you ready for a fresh encounter with the Lord? Then join us today on Footsteps to Heaven. I'm Terry Modica of Good News Ministries, GNM.org. I would like to pray with you. I'd like to pray Psalm 146 with you. Before we go into that, first I'd like you to pause this podcast, but wait, I want to give you instructions for what you're going to do during that pause. You'll go and get a piece of paper, or better yet, a prayer journal, and write in it your prayer requests for today. Write in it what is on your heart, what you've been praying for, what you're still waiting on the Lord to resolve, the things that are maybe making you feel discouraged, the things that maybe make you feel fearful, the things that make you feel worried, anxious, um, or, or like, where is God? Has he heard my prayers? Write down those particular prayer requests. In this praying together, we're also going to pray for the bigger world out there at large, which needs a lot of our prayers, right? Because there's so much evil going on, so much stressful situations happening. But how are those situations impacting you? I want you to include in writing down your prayer requests, not those situations, but how you're reacting to them. For example, if you're feeling fearful, then as a prayer request, you're going to write down that you want the Lord to deliver you from fear. Or maybe that you want to grow in trusting the Lord so that you don't have the fear. So now pause this podcast and write down your prayer requests. Okay, now we're going to pray Psalm 146 together. You don't need to get out your Bible because I don't want you being distracted by the differences in translations. Just listen, and I'm going to come up off the page because we're making a prayer. We're not just reading the psalm. We're making a prayer of it. It's a prayer of praise. The very first line is, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. You see, we need to praise the Lord in everything. And that's why the Psalms are especially good at helping us pray. The Psalms help us to glorify the Lord no matter what's going on in your life, in the world, no matter what's going on, we need to be glorifying the Lord. The enemy, the devil, the demons who are prowling around the world seeking the ruin of your soul and looking for opportunities to trigger hot buttons, opportunities of where you, they can tempt you into sin, opportunities where you're vulnerable. By praying the Psalms and, and glorifying the Lord with your prayer, and then remembering to glorify the Lord throughout the day, whenever things stress you out or worry you, or whenever you think of your prayer requests again, by glorifying the Lord, 
we drive off the enemy. We make demons flee from us. They can't stand to be around a praising Christian. Glorifying the Lord means that no matter what's going on, we know that God is still in charge. That God is bigger than all the problems. Let me give you an example. How the Lord taught me this many years ago. I was seeing the Lord as, as something that was uh, not sufficient for my prayers. I, I had God boxed in and my own idea of who God was and how powerful he was. And the Lord took me through a visualization as I began praying and thinking, oh, God's not going to answer this prayer. This is, this is too big. The Lord had me visualize that I had put him in a box and he had me open up that box. And what happened as soon as I opened it up, he escaped from there and he grew and grew and grew and became bigger than the universe. And that's the God I began to pray to. At another time, again, many years ago, I learned an important lesson from this and I've been living it ever since. I saw my problems that I was in angst about, worried about. So as I was praying, the Lord said, let me lift you up. Let me lift you higher than that. I want to show you something. So I just allowed myself in a visualization to let the Lord take over. The Holy Spirit just took over and I felt him lifting me up above the problem. The problem was, say it was in my house. I don't even remember what the problem was at this point, but he lifted me above the house. And I looked down and I saw, okay, in a little corner of my house was where I was worrying. And, and then he kept lifting me higher and higher and the house was getting smaller and smaller. And he kept lifting me higher and higher and pretty soon I couldn't see the house at all. And he kept lifting me higher and higher. I couldn't even see the city. I couldn't even see the country. I just saw the earth with its continents. And the Lord said, can you see your problem now? And no, I can't see my problem now. He said, but we both know the problem still exists, right? I said, yes. And he said, but it is very insignificant. Your problems are so insignificant that you can't even see them from way up in the heavens with the Lord. We know the problems exist, but God is so much bigger, so much more powerful, infinitely so, than our little problems. The biggest problems that we have, the biggest problems in the world, are that tiny to the Lord. So, of course, his power is great enough and big enough to influence and bring an end to the problems. But when the problems continue, it's not because he's not powerful enough. It's not because he's ignoring the problem. It's not because he's unaware of the problem and we need to remind him about it. It's because he wants to bring good from it. He is working a plan that not just delivers us from evil, but snubs evil and says, you can't get away with anything because whatever you do, you demons, whatever you do, evil doing people, I'm bigger than that. And I'm going to give those who you cause suffering to consolations and, and rewards and a stronger connection to me if they turn to me. That's what the Lord is always saying. If people will turn to me, then whatever evil is going on is insignificant. And 
I will make tremendous goods come from it. So the bigger the problem, multiply that by say tenfold or even a hundredfold. That's how big the goodness is that God is working and planning. So when we give him glory, we are saying that we are aware of how much bigger he is and that he is making good come from even the worst of situations. And if we can't see the good yet, we know it's still happening. To give God glory means we know that he is still in charge. He is still bigger than the problems. He is still caring, infinitely caring, loving us so much that Jesus was willing to suffer tremendous tortures for us and die for us to take our sins upon himself so that we could live with him in eternity. How awesome is that? If he's willing to do that for us, then of course he's willing to do whatever else is good for us and for those for whom we're praying. So with that background information, let's pray. Praise the Lord my soul. And you'll notice, by the way, that I'm going to interject. I'm going to teach from what the psalm is saying. This is why I don't want you following along in your own Bible. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. No matter what's going on, I will praise and glorify the Lord. Praise and worship the Lord, which makes demons flee. All my life, no matter what's going on. All my life, no matter what's going on. You see, when we pray the Psalms, we need to stop where it matters, where it resonates with us, and repeat those words until it sinks in. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Sing praise. I will sing praise to God as long as I live. You know, God didn't say that we have to sing on key. So if you have the excuse of, I can't sing, I don't sing in church, or I don't sing in my house even, or uh, whatever. If you say, I don't sing because I don't have a good voice. One of the other Psalms says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He loves the noises we make if we are singing praise to him. He doesn't care whether we're on key or not. He cares what our heart is singing. So, I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. And now comes some very important advice that fits for what's going on today in our world. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, are you thinking of somebody that fits this? When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Okay, so in the big scheme of things, who is the person that came to your mind with these words, do not put your trust in princes? Who is in charge in leadership or in your life who is in some kind of leadership role? And yes, think about in the government too. Who are the princes who are not doing the will of God? When their spirits depart, they return to the ground and on that very day their plans come to nothing. This is a reminder that no matter how much evil someone is plotting or maybe they don't intend to be evil, but they have uh, addictions or something else going on that makes them do things that are, that are evil or hurtful 
things that the devil loves that they're doing, okay? Their plans come to nothing in the end because God is bigger than their plans. We need to glorify him for that. Thank you, Lord, that their plans come to nothing and that you make good come from what their plans do that interfere with my life, interfere with what's going on in the world, interfere with your will, God, whatever they're doing, whatever their plans that they're implementing now, however it's affecting things in, a, in an evil way, they come to nothing. Those plans will still come to nothing because you are bigger than them. And I glorify you, Lord God Almighty, for what you are doing right now in their evil plans. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. Blessed are you, my friend, because you know that your help comes from the God of Jacob. Your hope is in the Lord your God. He is the maker of heaven and earth and sea and everything in them. So he made all that. Of course he's bigger than any problems that are going on. He remains faithful forever. So as the creator, the maker of heaven and earth, bigger than everything, so big that he created the world that we live in. He created the laws of physics that we deal with. He created the angels, some of whom became demons. He created people to be good, though some became evil. He remains in his greatness. He remains faithful forever. Who's he faithful to? He's faithful to his plans, first of all, which are always victorious. And he's faithful to you because you want to be faithful to him. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. What is your cause? What did you write down in your prayer journal that is your cause? Whom are you praying for? That's a cause. What are you trying to do with your life that needs the Lord's help? That's your cause. He upholds the cause of the oppressed. Whatever is keeping things from turning out yet, the way you know the Lord wants them to turn out, the way your holy, good desires want them to turn out, whatever is keeping them from turning out good yet, that's where oppression is happening. So, he upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. Maybe you don't have enough income coming in and you've been praying for a better job or a new job and you don't have enough food on your table. Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fish. We see that in scripture. And then he also told us in John 14, 12, that if we believe in him, we can do the same works that he did. Multiplying the loaves and fish is very possible. It's within the realm of his plans. But we can also look beyond that. What are you hungry for besides food? The Lord gives nourishment to you. Go to where you can get that nourishment. The nourishment that he's given to you might be in church while you're sitting at home. You know, maybe there's a special event. Maybe there's friends, special prayer group, something you can participate in, maybe online, participate in that will nourish. Hey, you're being nourished right now by this podcast. Therefore, you are being fed. This scripture is being fulfilled right now in your hearing. He is giving, the Lord God Almighty is giving food to the hungry. 
The Lord sets prisoners free. What's imprisoning you? Fear? Someone's wrong opinion about you? Lack of opportunity? What is imprisoning you? Looking again at what you wrote down in your prayer journal as your prayer requests, which of those things are a type of imprisonment? The Lord sets prisoners free. Give him glory now in those things you wrote down. Say, Lord, I give you glory for setting me free in all the ways I've been imprisoned or those that I'm praying for, Lord, who are imprisoned by the devil's enslavements or whatever. Lord, thank you for your glory that is setting them free. And here's something that I pray very often. Lord, fill this day with your glory. Fill, if you're praying for someone else who's imprisoned, fill their day with your glory, Lord. Fill the situation with your glory, Lord. This verse continues. The Lord gives sight to the blind. In what ways have you been blind? Are you fearful, for example, because you've been blind to the things of God's hand at work? God protecting you. God making good come from bad things. Are you blind to the bigger picture of what he is doing? Are you blind to the big picture because we can only look at what's in front of us or what we see in the news, which can be very tainted and incorrect? And if nothing else, even the best of the news sources doesn't give us all the facts. So, what are you blind to that God sees in whatever it is that you're praying for and also what we're praying for together for the world, for our country, for our, the politicians, the leaders, our church, our parishes? How are you not seeing God's hand at work? You know, we focus in on, on the problem and fail to see there's a bigger picture. Like, for example, the evil that's happening in the world out there the Lord is allowing it. The Lord is even glad that it's happening in, in a sort of way, not, you know, glad. It's not an English word that I, I could think of to really say it, but he appreciates that it's happening because good is going to come from it, but he's not happy that we have to go through this. But what he's doing, when we hear news about evil going on, Evil is being exposed. Here's the bigger plan, my friend. Evil is being exposed. God himself, and we need to give him glory for this, is exposing evil so that those who are still blind to the evil as evil, those who still think that evil is good, God is doing what he can, exposing the evil so that people will wake up, will open their eyes and say, oh, this isn't right. I don't want to follow that person anymore, that leader anymore. I don't want to cooperate with that evil anymore. Or, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I need to turn to God for help. And they have a conversion experience. The Lord sets prisoners free and he gives sight to the blind. Anytime you think about some evil going on, say, Lord, I give you glory for what you're doing with that for other people. Help me to endure it while you are exposing the evil so that others will see what I already see. So that others will know that the devil is at work and will want to turn to you, God Almighty. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. When you pray, your heart is bowing down before the Lord. In your humility, in your 
Lord, I can't handle this. I need to turn it over to you. You are bowing down before the Lord. So the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. He is lifting you up. Do you feel it now? Do you feel more lifted up than before you started listening to this podcast? The Lord loves the righteous. So what do you need to do to purify your life? To become more righteous? What sins are you committing that you need to take to the sacrament of confession? Get to that sacrament of confession. Even if your church is locked down because of the pandemic, get to that sacrament of confession. You can call up the priest and make an appointment and show up there masked and everything. You know, what social distancing, you can still do confession. Because the Lord loves the righteous. He loves everybody. But the Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. He loves everybody, but not everybody allows themselves to be lifted up to the Lord. In your desire to be righteous, you automatically get that lifting up. You automatically are in the hand of God who wants to lift you higher above your problems. So high, you go above your, your house, above your town, above your country, so that you can't even see your problems anymore because they're so insignificant that we know that God, with just a little breath or a word, one word, Whatever that word might be, like go, as in go get out of my beloved's life. God can do what he wants to do because he is so much bigger than that little problem. Let him lift you up. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow. Okay, you and I are foreigners in this world. We belong to the kingdom of God. We are pilgrims going through an earthly journey to grow in holiness, to learn to love the Lord more fully, to serve the Lord and bring the kingdom of God more fully to earth and help others turn to the Lord. But we are foreigners in the world because we are not of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world if we belong to God. He watches over us who are foreigners in this world and sustains the fatherless and the widow For you, maybe if you're fatherless or you are a widow, this really resonates with you. But if it doesn't, also expand beyond to think about how have you felt that God the Father isn't really watching out for you. He sustains the fatherless. So you may feel fatherless, but he is sustaining you anyways. And the widow, in what ways are you not aware that you are the bride of Christ? The Lord is sustaining you until you become aware that you are the bride of Christ and Jesus loves you so much that he'll do anything for you. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Glorify the Lord. Glorify the Lord. So now let's pray together to make this come even more fully, deeply into you. Hold your hands open to receive what the Lord wants to give to you. This is a prayer position that connects us physically to the Lord, helps us to be more aware that we are in touch with the Lord and he is in touch with us. Listen to this prayer and pray it along in your heart. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, I ask you to fill each person listening to this podcast episode Fill them with your glory, Lord. 
fill their lives with your glory, Lord. Lord, if they've been baptized, they have received you in fullness already. Now fill them so much with your glory, Lord, that they are aware that the Holy Spirit is fully within them. The Holy Spirit who is the source of life. The Holy Spirit that helps us know supernaturally the good that you're bringing out of every bad situation. Come Holy Spirit, fill us supernaturally. Fill us with your glory, Lord. Fill with your glory, Lord, everything that we are lifting up in prayer. Fill with your glory, Lord, everything that has been written down, everything that has been remembered because of this podcast, everything that is on the listener's heart right now. Fill those situations with your glory, Lord, which is also saying fill it with your victory, Lord. Fill it with your love, Lord. Fill it with your reassurance, Lord. Fill it with your hope, Lord, your peace, your joy. Lord, Holy Spirit, come. Lord, Holy Spirit, fill us with your glory. Come, Holy Spirit, you have my permission to change me. And I ask you, my friend, to pray that also. Come, Holy Spirit, you have my permission to change me. Continue now, my friend, throughout this day, giving God glory for everything that comes to your mind when it comes to your mind that needs divine intervention. God bless you. You've been listening to Terry Modica of Good News Ministries. For more faith builders or to learn more about this ministry, come visit our website at gnm.org. You'll find online resources and lots more to help you know the Father's love and grow closer to Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Visit gnm.org today.